Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Tuesday night, May 16th. And we talked about double stacks last night, myself and Eric Bime for. So after talking about something like that, what better way to implement it than doing a draft on Tuesday night and drafting the absolute best best ball team that's ever been drafted on May 16th. So let's do it. And tonight I am joined by B Curd. If you, his name is Birdie, but we go by B Curd in the Discord. So, oh yeah. If you're in the Spike Week Discord, you will see B Curd uh, cruising around there consistently. So, what's going on, B Curd? How's your uh, drafting been going so far this year? Man, drafting's been so good this year. I am loving my DraftKings zero RB and here RB builds. Jameer Gibbs in the third round right now. I can't pass. Yeah, Ed, you're unfortunately can't do underdog drafts in your state, so I know you do a lot of the DraftKings stuff. Jameer Gibbs, totally viable on DraftKings, but I'm just not touching him on on underdog right now, so it's it's yeah. a little bit easier on DraftKings. What's going yeah. on, Beachhead, Felix? Are we doing a draft today? We are. We're going to be hopping in in like two seconds here on DraftKings. Is there anything that you've taken away this year while drafting that you're like, has really like almost been like a light bulb moment? So one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about, especially when it comes to DraftKings, is just the landscape of quarterback changes. And I know it's changed a bit on each platform, but I've seen a lot of winners on DraftKings come with non-elite quarterbacks. And now we're paying more for elite quarterbacks when they're not even in the tournament winning lineups. So that's kind of been illuminating to me as on DraftKings, I'm not forcing an elite quarterback. If it comes to me, it comes to me great. But if it's not there, I'm not forcing it, get my wide receivers, maybe get an elite tight end in there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I've really been feeling in the draft so far this year. Yeah. Um I'm the opposite on that because (laughs) I like having the elite quarterbacks and I know I'm in the minority of like the people that do this on streams and stuff. And it's one of those things that I'm okay with. To me, it's just like, we talk about these offenses that we want. We want Bengals. We want Eagles. We want chiefs, blah, 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 blah. Name the top offenses. And specifically for those three, those are the three premium quarterbacks. And I'm okay with taking them in the second round because if we're just like, you know, in in a in a vacuum, the most one of the most overused phrases in all of best ball. But in a vacuum, right? If you're looking for a one week offense to just like put up thirty five to forty points, it's those guys. 
And specifically a guy like Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Josh Allen, who can do it multiple different ways. Like we know Mahomes doesn't run as much in the regular season, but he does have it in him. But even if he doesn't, he has four, five, six touchdown upside way over guys like, you know, a Daniel Jones, who I do like. I do take Daniel Jones or a Kirk Cousins, whose ceiling is not nearly close to him. So it's it's ceiling projections. It, to your point, though, what you're giving up around that is sometimes very tough. So Yeah. And I think that's where it's just letting the room fall. And I did a start the other day where I did Justin Jefferson and Josh Allen in the second. I hit him yeah. at the turn. Like, I couldn't pass at that point, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So why don't we get into this draft? Do you do you have a cat? I do <laughs> not have a cat. <laughs> what, is that? what is that noise? That might be a baby screaming. Oh, it's a baby. Okay. <laughs> Did not mean any offense by that at all. They're like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, all right. So we're gonna jump into the ten dollar milli on DK streets that you are quite familiar with. So let's go ahead and do that. And it looks like we're almost full. We're ten out of twelve. Is there spots in the draft that you're like, I hate starting here because we might have one? Um, where are we at? Pick eleven. I love pick eleven. We're you love here. pick 11? Yeah. Oh, interesting because I'm not a gigantic fan of pick 11, and this is where I start doing some different things than other people do just to get real unique at this spot. So I am interested to see what you're going to want to do from this spot. What What are your typical <laughs> – are you kind of sticking with ADP around there? Are you kind of um... – I've been mixing around a lot of different combinations at the turn there. Uh, the One of the reasons actually I wanted like 10, 11, 12 coming in before the draft tonight is based on your and Eric's conversation last night with the double stacks. Mm-hmm. I think we could do something pretty interesting surrounding maybe the, our headline boy, Austin Eckler here today. Okay. So starting off with maybe an Eckler if he's there. And then it leaves open some pretty nice options coming back around in the second for wide receiver. And then you can usually get a week 17 stack in the third round. I have one in mind, but I'm not going to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to ruin that. I don't. Toast. Is Toast. Um, is that you, Felix? I think that might be Felix. I'm trying to see if there's anyone else in here that I recognize. So I don't know the. DK names of some of our listeners as much as I know the underdog names. So if you're in this draft, let us know. Um, Let's go ahead. Let's open up this draft board and get this thing going. This is my one. I have some complaints with the DraftKings product. My biggest one is the two minute start. Like I hate waiting two minutes for start, like, like a minute, you know, 30 seconds, two minutes it feels like an eternity sometimes well and especially because you're like ready to go you enter like i want to start drafting and then it's like oh wait for the room to fill okay two minutes um so toast in our draft is actually dennis who's in the chat as well yeah so if you're in this chat let's uh let's do this draft we have some new tools here to look at as we're going through I have not used all of them yet, so it's going to be a experience for me as well. I checked out the two new ones that are over on the right-hand side of everyone's screen uh, mm-hmm. this morning, and they're pretty cool. I enjoyed them. Yeah, the uh, the team grid here? Uh, no, actually that show teams and show playoffs. Oh, kind of these two. Up there, yeah. Gotcha. All right, well, I think we have to wait a little bit in order yeah, to use those. we'll have to have some guys. Yeah, which will be a nice little feature here on DK. Uh, let's go back to the draft board for now, just in case anything weird happens. Chase falls to four. That's fun. With Christian McCaffrey going one. McCaffrey's Ooh. been all over the board uh, lately. I got him at five earlier today, and... <laughs> You see him go from one to five on DK. Uh, Cooper Cup going before Jamar Chase is fun. I These are the ones that I get sad. I'm like, well, why couldn't I get the four spot in this one? Yeah, that'd been great, huh? Yeah, it would be super nice. 
to uh, get pick four, Jamar Chase. Then we see Travis Kelsey and Bijan go. Um, all right, we're going to be coming up on the clock. And it seems like we're going to have the normal little end of first round, early second round turn here. Oh, there's one. Jalen Hurts. Hurts in the first, huh? I, I don't hate it. I've done it a few times. Not at the nine pick, but I've done it at the 11-12 pick just to get some unique combos. Um, yeah, so we, I mean, for me, we're getting one of two particular guys, but I want to hear your thoughts when we get to it. Uh, I would be into Diggs primarily than Eckler. Yeah, uh, those those were where I would be going to. I think yeah. Diggs at the 11 is like an absolute smash. Yeah. So we'll just he grab was, him. I was taking him sixth last year, mm-hmm. which is a bit ahead of consensus. But like he did nothing to make me think he should be 11th. He was a guy I was mixing in even earlier than six occasionally just to get some unique combos with him like halfway through the year and beyond once you're comfortable and starting to do like a few different things. That was something that I was doing with Diggs last year. So I don't mind taking him. I don't mind doing that again with him. I won't be taking him over chase or Jefferson or anything like that, but occasionally like a third overall pick here and there a few yeah. times I might do. All right. What are you looking at here? We're seeing Devonte Adams, CD lamb, Saquon. Did you want to so- scroll? But no, we don't need to scroll if you're going to ask my opinion. I would do either CeeDee Lamb, and I know you love your elite quarterback. We could also do Josh Allen. No, let's Lamb do, gives us some really good options. Let's do the Lamb uh, pick and kind of see what we can build with the two early wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And we'll go back to this draft board. My favorite thing on the draft board is that our team is highlighted now. So – just makes it a little bit easier to um, to see what you got going on. Oh no, Al, you deposited on DK for best ball and apparently not legal yet in Ohio. You got to drive over the border, man. Yeah. Drive over the border. Make a trip up to Detroit. There you go. And go AZ cards says he really likes draft board. It helps a ton, honestly. Yeah. So. I was always like, ah, I don't really super need the draft board on DK. It's great for things like streaming, but I'm primarily a mobile drafter. Mm -hmm. But I've really loved the draft board, especially just looking for quarterback runs. Right. To time my picks, you just, that purple pops out nice. And you're like, oh, okay, I need to get one at this turn or else I'm not going to have a chance. Yeah, I think stuff like that, it helps out on. But I also think it helps out seeing the anomalies. That, mm-hmm. that pop up in a draft because sometimes you might miss something, especially on DraftKings. So yeah. like Christian McCaffrey going one overall, it doesn't matter to us in the grand scheme of things, not necessarily because we have the 11th pick, but a few rounds later, if somebody like, I don't know, let's just say Drake London goes in the third round. It like makes you raise your eyebrow and see what that team is getting built, especially if it's around you to kind of know what you're dealing with, what you might be able to push or you might have to take a little bit earlier if you have a few guys like that in the draft. Yeah. And that, you know, and that just highlights that person's going to be a wild card the whole draft along. So like you might not want to try to push your guy past them because they might reach anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we see D hop go in the second round and that's, that shows exactly what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> it's not something you're expecting. You don't expect no. DeAndre Hopkins to go in the second. Uh, but alas, there he is, followed by Mahomes. The Mahomes drop is interesting, especially when you see Jalen Hurts go in the first. Yeah. I would assume that people would have like wanted to reach for Mahomes. But hey, to each their own. Is there any guys in the second round that you're like, you could still like him, but you're like, I'm just kind of not taking this guy. Um, so this is an interesting board because there's a couple guys in here that aren't always second rounders, Whoa, like Chubb, yeah. Henry, Hopkins. Uh, so I'm a little bit fading the Garrett Wilson pick 
Mm-hmm. I where he went here at 21 is a lot later than he normally goes, which I 21 feels about right for me. Mm-hmm. But when he's going 15, 16, I'm fading that one. Also, I really just don't like the next group of running backs that's going to come off. Right. Um, there's a couple guys I do like, like Ramondre or Brees, but there's a few mixed in there that I'm not touching. Like, I've seen Josh Jacobs go in the second quite a bit. I'm not taking Josh Jacobs in the second. Not a chance. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm mostly fading the Raiders as a whole anyway, so yeah. I also am not taking Jacobs. The guy that stands out for me in that context is Alave. Well, oh, okay. I, I like Chris Alave, but I think we might have a miniature Broncos situation with the saints. Now they're not as hyped as the, as the Broncos were last year. They're like, they're like a third, like a secondary third team, like that people are looking at. I just don't know. Derek Carr moving at this stage in his career could just be an absolute backfire. Alave is a stud. He's an absolute stud and he could play through it and just, you know, beat out any problems that they have in that offense. But my thing is, it's like, well, I have Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins in that range, and I just have like a slight edge of those guys over him. Mm-hmm. When Olave's fallen, I've taken him, but that's about it. All right, so we are yeah. on the clock again. What uh, are you looking at here? So we got behind us the guy who's got a running back and a wide receiver. I would love to come away with Gibbs and maybe Metcalf. I'd probably click Gibbs first, but we'll take um, Gibbs. Here comes the other one, which is this is interesting because this is what I was planning before I kind of led into it earlier, a little cliffhanger. I was thinking Chargers, Cowboys, Lions. Well, we pivoted because we got a steal on Diggs, but so we go Buffalo, Cowboys, Lions, and try okay. to double stack like two or three of those teams. Gotcha. All right, that so could work see, out pretty well. We see Andrews go, and we got one more pick before we're up again. So what do you team, like here? Um, so with the Diggs, Lamb, Jameer Gibbs thing, I think we're just open to doing anything right here. I do like some of those ideas that you presented. I probably would not be going Joe Burrow, obviously, but I'd be looking at DK. I'd be looking at Calvin Ridley. I'm starting mm-hmm. to come down on DK Metcalf as we see him go off the board anyways. So where would you like to go here? Do you want to try to set up that Chargers, or do we want to? Um, I would be open to Ridley or Allen here. Gotcha. If I was would- picking. Which one do we want to set up? I'll let you pick. Do you want Jags or do you want Chargers? Let's go Jags. I haven't done much Jags, and your guys' conversation on that was pretty cool yesterday. That, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe we come back to the next turn, and Kirk and Lawrence have slipped a little bit, and we could get those guys. That could be pretty neat. Yeah, we could actually see that happen. It wouldn't be something that I hate, obviously. I am... I am... very much in on the Jags this year. I've been in on the Jags. Uh, thank you, Al, for that. That was a fun episode. Uh, yeah, so I like what we're setting up here. We have Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Jameer Gibbs, Calvin Ridley. We have a ton of flexibility in this lineup. We can do a bunch of different things. So we already set up this as we click on the show playoffs button. We see that we set up a Jameer Gibbs, C.D. Lamb with Detroit at Dallas. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm into it so far now the fifth, sixth round is where things can come and crash and burn in these drafts. And you just start to get out of control occasionally, but, uh, I think we're going to steer this one clear, although we've seen some weird things happen in this draft so far. So I'm not a hundred percent sure everything's going to work out quite the way <laughs> we wanted to. No, not at all. Can you take a quick look at Toast Team? Did he get Chase Allen Higgins? Oh, no, it's Tyreek. Okay. Tyreek, Josh Allen, T. Higgins. I was looking. I was like, is he going to get Chase Allen Higgins and have Burrow sitting there to be like, eh, do you do the double elite? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Joe Burrow ADP, I mean, he hasn't gone yet. It's almost near the end of the fourth round. But his ADP on DK is like early third. 
and I just don't understand. It's just for, and it's unfortunate for you, but that just makes me go, okay, well, if I want to do this Bengal stack, I'm probably going to try to hit it a little more on underdog or something like that, where I, I feel bad for you, where it's like, well, if you want the Bengals double stack, you're paying third round Joe Burrow prices in order to get it once or twice, you know? So that yeah. is kind of an unfortunate thing. Uh, um, I've, I've seen them slip on a few of the different sites, even watching streams that, oh, whoa, whoa, there's <laughs> one. I mean, there goes one of our guys, but. Well, that's team fine. One, team one starts CMC, DeAndre Hopkins, Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, and Dak Prescott. So interesting start to say the least there. See Joe Mixon go next. Yeah, Burrow's first. still on the board. Like one of these Higgins or Chase guys has to just tap him here. I bet you would have to. You would think so. Um, Jamar Chase is going to be is actually on the clock right now. The Jamar Chase guy. But to your point, Toast already has Josh Allen. Yeah. So um, <laughs> sacrilege is just saying DK is just the Wild West. Updog saying DK undefeated. Yeah, I mean, this is why I kind of thought we might not get the Kirk double because Kirk goes here. Yeah. We do see Toast go with George Kittle, which I don't hate oh, no. that pick. No, Toast went Burrow. Oh, no, he went Burrow. Sorry. He. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. You're done at quarterback now. I don't like Najee, of course, but he has a Best Ball Nation badge, so him and, uh, him and Felix are going to be drafting up all the Najee this year. Yeah, that's okay with me. You can have <laughs> that. That's fine with me as well. My favorite wide receiver in this range goes with Drake London. I'm a big Drake London stand this year. Just think that he is and a pass and a team that's not going to pass a lot. Drake London is going to have such a high like target percentage. It's not mm -hmm. even going to be fair. So I don't think it affects him too much. Yeah, I've done it a couple times now where London and Pitts are sitting there at the 5-6 turn and just double tap them both and hope they kind of ping pong weeks Yeah, throughout the playoffs. So that's part of the double stack discussion we had last yeah. night, right? Where like you're not looking for them as we are on the clock. So we could push Trevor Lawrence and try to get like McLaurin or... Godwin or something. Uh, I these? like that idea to All get right, so, McLaurin. All right, let's grab McLaurin. Because if this person does jump for Lawrence, we could pivot to Herbert. Maybe like that's still a pretty decent value on there or even go to Godwin and just figure it out later. QB. Yep. So he actually grabs Herbert. So I think that's going to give us Trevor Lawrence here, Yeah. which is sure. more than fine. Cause we can still double tap, uh, double stack Lawrence in multiple, multiple different ways. Yeah. So he does not take Lawrence. Oh, we we get Lawrence. And things are going relatively well for us in this draft. So I'm just going to run through our team. We got Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin at wide receiver. We have Jameer Gibbs at running back and Trevor Lawrence at QB right now. So it's uh, not too not too shabby. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Najee's going to make us regret our decision to not have Najee. Hey, man, if he does, he does, right? Like, I, I just – there's certain players that I'm not taking. I'm really big on Jalen Warren this year. I know that when Najee came back from the injury, he still was pretty much their workhorse. But I, I just – everything tells me – that the Najee experiment isn't over, but it's going to start uh, downshifting a little bit. Uh, Pang is in the chat. He said that he heard that this is the place to meet single local best ballers in my area. Yes, it is actually. Um, we are all single for the most part. Uh, it looks like Kurt, uh, B. Kurt has a baby floating around back there somewhere. So perhaps not B. Kurt, but the rest of us, 100% single. So uh, we'll all go get drinks. We'll go to some speed dating. We'll be ready for it after doing these best ball drafts, right? You have great conversation topic. <laughs> <laughs> I I got Trey McBride in the 20th round. 
Yeah, just start throwing out flashcards. Where would you draft this player? And if they don't say the right thing, it's like, all right, well, thank God this conversation is only going to be two minutes and I can move on to the next to see where they would draft Pat Fryermuth. So one of the interesting things I've been seeing on DK is if you go too many running backs early, mm-hmm. wide receiver is so ugly. Yeah. Come 17 and on. So, and I think we can find some running backs there too. So this start, I'm, this is something that I feel very comfortable with. So that's the problem on every site right now is the wide receivers have gotten pushed up so much that if you don't get, you know, four or five solid wide receivers in the first eight to nine rounds, because it even starts getting murky around there, your team is going to feel like it's dust. It doesn't necessarily mean it is. You might hit on some guys later, like, a Jalen Hyatt or something if he actually comes out. But yes, it is absolute. It, it is a, it is not an area you want to navigate needing to get wide receivers is what I will say. Absolutely. And sacrilegious will not be single very long with this starter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he says, so let me explain to you the game theory edges I've been exploiting in best ball recently. Assume 10 horses are going to run a race dot, dot, dot. Perfect. Yeah, they're, they will not check out. They will be fully engaged in that conversation. I promise you. I I actually went on a date a while ago, and she asked me, like, what I did for work, which is, like, it's the toughest question for me, yeah. right? Because I have a real job, but I also work in the fantasy sports industry, and I also work in the paranormal industry. So it's like... <laughs> Like, I hate answering that question because I'm like, all right, which one of these things is going to completely turn her off? Because it's going to be one of them. (laughs) Sometimes Uh, we we skirt around that a little bit. We are back on the clock here. What is standing out to you? We're seeing. Uh, I'd like Gabe at one of the two. Um, Pretty open other than that. I'd imagine you feel the same. Um, I don't hate Gabe here. Uh, we can do it. We'll we'll take okay. Gabe Davis. I don't hate getting the Bills double without Josh Allen. Like I still think it's fine. It's not one of my favorites to do, but I'm okay with it. This is DK specific for me, but I don't hate guys like Deontay Johnson right here. Mm-hmm. I will not touch him on underdog. I will not draft him on underdog fantasy. It will be an auto draft, but Deontay Johnson. <laughs> And this spot is good. I think the other thing I'd be looking at is, well, actually, because he won so early, it doesn't make sense. But I would have been looking at Brandon Cooks to get the Dallas double, but we saw yeah. go in like the fourth round or something like that. Yeah. This next one's kind of tough. So I'm very open to whatever you're thinking. Well, we can do Deontay or we can do an RB that I actually like, which is Madison here. Yeah, let's do Madison. I don't have much. I like I like Madison a ton. Um, I think that they are going to be moving on from Dalvin Cook. I think Madison's going to get his shot this year. I think it's pretty apparent. I mean, it's little little things that I don't know if you saw Ian Hardit's tweet. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, you know, like just little things like that. And I've been grabbing a ton of Alexander Madison right now because June first is coming. June first is like veteran cut day right that's when teams can move on and save some money on some players i think it's minimal on dalvin cook but i still think that they might move on from him after june 1st and as soon as they do that madison's going to be three rounds more expensive it's just yeah at that point would you rather pacheco would you rather pacheco or would you rather have alexander madison if that's the case right so it's just like an easy smash for me to get as much madison as i can right now and Madison's an interesting one because I think he'd get a fair share of the work. I don't think he'll get all of it necessarily, but he has a really nice profile mm-hmm. of somebody who just comes in and will get the work. Um, the Ian Harditz tweet, if anybody out there hasn't seen it, apparently a image shows on Vikings Twitter that Dalvin Cook was removed from the Vikings image in the headline and Alexander Madison was put in. Now, could that image be fake? I don't know. 
but it's that, like something <laughs> to get us going, right? It's May. Like these are the things we talk about. We're looking for anything, right? Just yeah. absolutely anything at all. So, uh, Rob, I need you to take a minute and look at the one hole. We met, we didn't go over it last time, but I've been waiting right. for a dead spot to break it up. Okay, so Christian McCaffrey, I will go over their team. They went Christian McCaffrey, D-Hop, Patrick Mahomes. Um, D-Hop's a bit of an outlier, but then you see Kamara, Dak Prescott, Zach Ertz, Taysom Hill, Brandon Cooks, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. So... This is one of those things that it's like, ugh, man, is this draft just going to get thrown out? Because Zach Ertz and whatever round this was is just, you know, begging to be looking into for collusion. Good thing we're on DraftKings.com where they don't do that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, Hacker saying, even if they don't cut Cook, it's not like an L with Gronk. 100%. Mm-hmm. So there's still a ton of value there for Madison even if he's on the team. Like you're not you're not doing this Will Fuller Gronk slash like Odell Beckham thing last year where you draft 20 25% of them and your teams are just freaking dead. Well, not dead because of where you're getting them, but you're you know starting behind the eight ball on that a little yeah. bit. We are on the clock here. We're seeing Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, AJ Dillon, Njoku at tight end. If we liked Njoku, what are you thinking? Um, I I have a wide receiver that I want after this pick. So, okay. you want to go tight end or running back? Let's grab Dillon. I don't grab a ton of Dillon, but I don't hate him. Um, where he's going now? Usually, I am grabbing a wide receiver around here. But if you want a wide receiver here, who are you looking at? Let's go and get the Spike Week special of the day, and that will be one Jamison Williams. Oh, my God. I mean, I know you and Eric are, like, having conversations in the back to try to get a pay raise with this Jamison Williams thing. Uh, Just joking. (laughs) (laughs) But Well, it leans into that whole double stack conversation y'all had yesterday. Yes. Okay. Well, now we got the D- Detroit double stack. Is it a primary with Amon Ra? No. But Gibbs and Jamison are both very explosive. Oh, and there goes Goff. Dang it. Oh, well. Yeah, you forgot You forgot the draft we were in. The QBs are a-flying. So at least we got Lawrence. That feels good yeah. in terms of that. And I don't hate... Again, there are teams that I'm fine with not having the quarterback for some of these double stacks. The Jameer, Jameson Williams thing is fine. Just, uh, I've been getting Williams occasionally, but I've been getting him when he falls like almost a full round past ADP. It just usually sets up really nice as like my sixth wideout. And someone, and I have enough firepower to not worry about, you know, as we, as we worry about some of these wide receiver builds. If you only have three or four when Jamison Williams comes up, sometimes it feels a bit sketchy to be taking him. Yeah. And I think this is the perfect build. One, it matched our week 17 correlation. But two, like, who would you rather have? And let's say you're playing for a million dollars. Do you want Jamison Williams, Alan Rizard, or Juju? Give me Jamison 100% of the time. Right. I think it's just, for me, it's about construction really with Jamison Williams because I do like him. I don't worry about the six-game suspension all the time like other people do because it's the first six games. Again, we're doing playoff format. Now, on drafters, Jamison Williams becomes a harder conversation to have because, you know, week one is as important as any other week. So when you're losing six weeks immediately, he's, he's just a little bit tougher to tap the button on but I, I don't disagree that if you have the right type of build, Jamison Williams is not terrible. And I think our build is okay for it, right? Yeah. We do have we have Calvin Ridley, we have Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, CeeDee Lamb, Terry McLaurin. So we have enough there, I think, to warrant having Jamison Williams on this team. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Uh, yeah. One of the nice things about your choice on the A.J. Dillon, which is a Kind of hoping what you go for instead of Njoku. Uh, does match up week 17 with Alexander Madison. 
Yep. So we do have the the double RB week 17 correlation here. So we get something. And that's the hammer game, right? That's the that's the 8 p.m. Sunday night game. And I don't think there's a Monday night as of right now, the way that they did the schedule for week 17. So um yeah, I I do like it. We are coming back on the clock here in a second. We're seeing names. We are actually on the clock now. Anyone jumping out to you here? Um, I would smash Damian Harris if this was my personal lobby. So I would normally be taking Damian Harris here, but my counter is let's take Antonio Gibson. Absolutely. That's absolutely. And I was going to suggest him or Eli Mitchell come in or back around. Right. Because this he, gives us outs to a double for Washington with McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that there's just a wide array of things that could happen with that backfield in Washington with the enemy there. So, oh, yeah. And there was even a, a little blurb today about they want to get Antonio Gibson more involved, which, I mean, they say all the time when you put a microphone in front of them. But I, I see why not with the enemy there that they're like, does Brian Robinson get him going? Probably not. He's not drawing up plays. Right. So I, I think look at what they did with McKinnon last year, right? Yeah. Um, so we do see Damian Harris here. I do like Elijah Moore in this spot for a wide receiver. I don't take a ton of him, but I wouldn't hate grabbing him or Darnell Mooney here. Any preference? Um, I probably lean running back in this window, but Elijah Moore is one of my favorite players too. All right. I just, I don't want to get Harris when we have the wide receivers for Buffalo. So, and that's why I was thinking maybe you'd even want to go maybe Eli Mitchell, but Eli Mitchell is an interesting one. Yeah, I'm not as on him as some other people, but I understand it. One of those things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't I don't particularly hate it, but I'm just not in love. I want to read out our team real quick. So right now we have Trevor Lawrence, Jameer Gibbs, Alexander Madison, Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb, uh, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Gabe Davis, AJ Dillon, Jameson Williams, Antonio Gibson, and Elijah Moore. So no tight end yet. Totally fine with that. Uh, one of my favorite picks in all of drafts, you brought him up earlier, is Trey McBride. <laughs> like, I'm really out on Arizona this year. But the um, just the, the reasoning for Trey McBride, we saw him come on late last year. I, I don't understand anyone that's drafting Zach Ertz disregard this draft where you went like the sixth round but just in general i don't understand why you're drafting zach Ertz. i think that they're going to really lean on mcbride and whoever is playing quarterback i'm i'm out on kyler right now personally like with with the acl injury i want him running right if i have him but i do understand that kyler murray might be like the steal of drafts if he's anything like he's normally been, you're getting him in the 12th round. He's either way overvalued or undervalued because he's either going to do absolutely nothing this season or he's going to be way out kicking his ADP. And if he's doing that, I do think Trey McBride is going to be one of the main guys he's doing it with. So, Yeah, and I mean, it should be good luck. He did have a great week 17 last year. Maybe that's just his jam. Every year, week 17, yeah. he's going to crush it. Yeah, I mean, we'll take the if we knew that the guy was going to crush every week 17 and you could get him in the 18th, 20th round, you would smash that button nonstop every single draft, right? Absolutely. So, um, Hunter Henry goes here in the 12th round for this for this team in the one hole. We saw them take Marvin Jones, Hunter Renfro. They just really like people named Hunter, apparently. So there's that. We also are waiting to see their second pick, which I'm sure is going to be amazing. I mean, can it get better than Marvin Jones? (laughs) I've taken Marvin Jones once, I think, and that was on a Jared Goff team. He does go with another tight end with Dawson Knox. I wonder if Toast is – no, Toast ended up getting Dalton Kincaid to go with his – to go with his 
Josh Allen. He was very upset that we took Gabe Davis. But I'm going to be honest. Even if we didn't take Gabe Davis where we took him, I don't think he was coming back to you. I don't think so. I don't think so. So this is the draft already gets ugly. And then I think this is where it gets super duper ugly because I'm kind of okay with the back end because I'm usually taking tight ends. So it's like, whatever, but this is where you're really, you're really trying to figure out what you got going on. Right. Yeah. And there's some running back flyers that like are just easy to add at the end. Mm -hmm. We're looking at, we have six wideouts, seven wideouts right now. Two, four, four. Do we have four running backs? Yeah, one, four, seven, zero so far. Oh, yeah. I could just look at the thing on the draft board, right? And not be a complete moron. So, um, D Ross is asking if the 101 has four tight ends already. They do. We are on the clock. We're seeing like Mingo. I, I mean, I like Jalen Hyatt here. I've been smashing a ton of Jalen Hyatt. Uh, yeah, Jalen Hyatt, Mingo, Kendra. Yep. Let's grab Hyatt, and then we'll figure out what we want to do to go with Hyatt. I'm kind of out on Mostert this year. I think it's because I like A-Chain so much. I was smashing Mostert and Wilson, basically whoever went later in pre-draft stuff, so I'm pretty bummed about the A-Chain landing spot. Yeah. I, I just think that like he's gonna get an opportunity there over mm-hmm. Mostert and stuff. So yeah. Anything jumping out at you currently? I Laporte is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm I prefer Kendra over the other two backs that are showing for sure. Yeah. Um, Let's grab Kendra. I don't have a ton yeah. of him. Let's go ahead and do that. I think that there's some interesting outs for Kendra Miller and um, the other back there in New Orleans. Not not Kamara, who went there. The guy Jamal Detroit. Jamal, who went there, and I wouldn't be shocked. Like this is just like galaxy brain stuff. But Alvin Kamara getting traded midseason after his suspension, like right at the tail end of his suspension because a team needs an RB or, you know, the Saints just realized it ain't it and they're just trying to get any type of value for him. It's super thin, but I think if Kendra – or if Kendra's smashing. Like if Kendra Miller's smashing, right, Like and, and they don't think they need him anymore, maybe they move on. Yeah. And – I mean, Jamal Williams can score you touchdowns, but if it's blocked for four yards, he's getting four. If it's blocked for one, he's getting one. Like, right. Right. he shouldn't scare us from an explosive rookie. Yeah. Um, Terrence is saying if DPJ doesn't have three to four smash weeks, I don't know what to believe. I'm with you. I've been grabbing some DPJ as well as a one-off mostly or as a double stack with with my brown stacks. I just didn't want to look at it here where we already had Elijah Moore. So I don't want to go too crazy on double stacking teams that we don't have the quarterback on. Don't mind doing it as like a one off or you know a two off, but I don't want to like get super nuts on stacking up teams that we're not going to full stack, right? So we do see a small mini little running back run with Singletary, who is a back that I like a lot in this range, uh, just for contingent value mostly. Clearly, you know, he's not going to be the starter there. I don't think he's going to get the majority of the work. It's just like injury related stuff. And I still think he's going to get some work. So I think there's, he can get some scores for you here and there. And if there's an injury, then, you know, he's going to get the majority of the handles there. Yeah. This is the area where some of the running backs just don't make sense. Like I don't, Singletary and Warren just completely separate themselves from Roshan and Chase Brown for me. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So I've been tapping in this range, Warren, Singletary. On occasion, I'll grab Roshan Johnson like once in a blue moon, but it's not it's not a thing that I'm looking to do consistently. 
Roshan's tough for me because fifth rounder, they already brought in Foreman. They brought in Travis Homer. They yeah. have Khalil Herbert. So it's like four dudes, two are from this staff. Now he's a third from this staff. Like, is he going to be active on game days? I don't. That's a pretty price to pay for somebody who not, might not be. Well, if you're taking him, you're just hoping he flashes in camp, right? And they're like, we can't keep this dude off the field. We got to play him and Herbert yeah. together somehow. And they can cut a guy like Travis Homer if they want to. Like, that's what you're looking at. Like, But Homer has such special teams values that I don't know if it happens. But it's kind of funny that the guy did take Deontay Foreman the round before Roshan here. So. <laughs> All right. We are coming back up on the clock. We're seeing guys like Michael Mayer, Gerald Everett, Gallup still on board. And we're on the clock now. Anyone jumping out to you here? Can you click on running back, please? Sure. Oh, uh, not tank. a. Yeah, I. If you're into tank, I'm into tank. Tank tanks the easy the easy player. This is the way we double stack Trevor Lawrence with <sighs> Tank Bigsby and Calvin Ridley, right? So we get our double stack, and I think Tank has a ton of upside. I have thirty seven percent Tank right now because I'm just not an ETN guy. <laughs> So, I mean, I'll take ETN here and there, but yeah, I think having that um, contingent upside. Would you like something like Gesicki or Chuba and to close out running back? Um, actually, we can't take Chuba. Never mind. Scratch that. All right. Go elsewhere. Want... Not running back. All right, I'm just gonna grab Mayer. Yeah. Just, uh, just to have a tight end. As much as I am out on the Raiders. I have had the epiphany that, like, if anyone's going to do anything there this year in the passing game, it's Jimmy Garoppolo checking down to his tight end on a consistent basis. And if it ends up being Mayer, then you're just going to have tons of, like, tons of upside in the terms of what a tight end is, right? Yeah. We almost really screwed ourselves there, Rob. We only have three rounds left after this. That's true. We do only have three rounds left. Uh, Let's look Uh, at... I like Chuba in that range. That's why I started to go there. And then I started doing the math and counting. I'm like, oh, crap, we can't go Chuba now. Because with this bill, yeah. we need three tight ends. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're good. We definitely need three I, tight I ends. I'm again. We got four more picks. We could have went Chuba. Um, We could have. I think that getting Mayer is fine, though. I yeah. think it's. I think that's marginal at this point. We could still get another running back that we actually like just as much as we like Chuba, I think, coming up on this on this swing. But there is something else that I think we have to do coming up uh, for sure. So we'll see what, okay. what falls to us here. I feel that way too. So hopefully we're yeah. in unison. Yeah, and we, I think we might have actually – we probably should have done it instead of taking Mayer, but I wasn't paying attention. So it is what it is. But, well – We'll land the plane still. We will land the plane. I don't know, man. Sam Darnold and Trey Lance and Mac Jones are already off the board. Yeah, we're fine with it. It's it's the element of danger. Uh, it's Makes you tough. feel something. <laughs> might be tough with the guy with the the guy in the one hole goes with a three four five five build right now. And if you want to win the tight end position, that's kind of how you do it. You just yeah. smash five tight ends. Who says volume doesn't win on DraftKings? <laughs> right. Uh, we do see Musgrave, Gesicki, other people are. I, I've just been punting tight ends so much this year. It's it, it just feels like the only thing to do half the time. The flip side of that is when I take like a stacking partner like Dallas Goddard, with Jalen Hurts. What have you been doing with the tight end spot? Have you been um, haunting it mostly? Are you trying to take some of the quote-unquote elites? I have 50% elite tight end right now somehow, which is oh. hilarious because I'm soft-fading Kelsey, mm-hmm. basically full-fading Mark Andrews and Hawkinson, but I do like Kittle. So yeah. I imagine I just have a ton of George Kittle. Kittle is a guy that I've been fading, but not on purpose. 
just that I've been getting guys around him and not taking him. So, again, I've been fading Kelsey. I've been fading Andrews. Hawkinson's a guy that I want to get more of. I, and, I just have a feeling that something that I'm going to want during the season. And Kittle's a hard one because you basically can't do it if you've taken two running backs at that point. Or a quarterback. Or, or a quarterback, yeah. Like, that's that's the effect of the wide receiver push-up, right? So the wide receivers are getting pushed up. You have to get four out of the first like six, seven rounds like we talked about. And it makes it really difficult if you wanted to make that. So even if you start Jamar Chase and then you try to go Tony Pollard and then one of the other quarterbacks falls to you, say even it's Jalen Hurts, now trying to get the tight end, you just feel like you've put yourself in no man's land because your second, third, fourth wide receivers just aren't going to be up to snuff versus a lot of the other teams out there. Terrence is saying Kittle with a full season of Purdy. Right. Oh, we're actually on we the clock. We are on the clock. Yes. Um, and I'm probably going to screw this for us, but anyone standing out for you here? Uh, I can't see how much time. I just lock up Sam. There yeah, I'm just grabbing Howell because we need him, and that's what I wanted to do anyways. So we'll grab Sam Howell. And we'll go back to the all. And... With this build, we have a luxury pick. Mm -hmm. Would you be looking to grab one of these other quarterbacks that are left, which I guess would just be Baker, or are we doing tight end? I wouldn't go any of those quarterbacks. All right. Who are you looking at in – well, let's see who's here for running back. We could still get Fournette, who I do like currently. Jerome Ford's there. Zach Evans. These are guys I'd be in on. I'd oh he went shoot. I was gonna say lock up Trey McBride. Um, I there's a running back that fits our build late that we could get in round twenty. Okay. So why don't you pick your favorite tight end? Ugh, I don't like any of them that much. <laughs> yeah, we need two of them though. Well, let's grab Conklin just because he's with Aaron Rodgers and there's some potential upside there. Um, hopefully we sent somebody on massive tilt by taking round 18, Tyler Conklin. Hey, it is what it is, man. That's what our build called for. And we set up, most importantly, we set up our week 17, Elijah Moore, Tyler Conklin um, playoff situation here. Yeah. So that's fun. All right, let's go back to this draft board. Let's, write, let's read out our team real quick. So we have Trevor Lawrence, Tank Bigsby, Calvin Ridley. Sam Howell, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, Jameer Gibbs, Jamison Williams, CeeDee Lamb, Alexander Madison, A.J. Dillon, Elijah Moore, Jalen Hyatt, Kendra Miller, Michael Mayer, and Tyler Conklin. So, fun and, little full PPR team here. And I think a lot of people might look at this and think like, hey, you guys are got too many teams. It's too spread out. You did a show yesterday about double stacks. Well, with something with the finals as big as this, this is completely okay because you got to beat 1,400 other teams in Week 17. Right. right. And we do double stack both of our quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Um, and we do it in like kind of a unique way on top of it where we do a wide receiver RB, which are both RBs that I like putting in double stacks with Gibson and Bigsby because of mm -hmm. the, the pass catching upside. Terrence is asking a question about Logan Thomas as the Washington tight end. And I, it's something I've been trying to figure out. Like I have looked into some reports on Logan Thomas a bit and trying to figure out what they're going to be doing with him there. Because again, we have a brand new offensive coordinator there who should help out tremendously. He's had, I would say some success with tight ends in the past. Um, cough, cough, Travis Kelsey. Not saying Logan Thomas is Travis Kelsey, but he knows how to utilize the position is what I would say. And Logan Thomas, he's been fine in the past. So he is a guy when I grab Sam Howell that sometimes I've been looking at Logan Thomas. He's undrafted. You can get him in the 20th every single time. Am I doing it every time? No, but I, I've grabbed like one or two shares of Logan Thomas and I plan to sprinkle them out. And, you know, when the camp reports hit and everyone's grabbing them, at least I have some teams 
early that I got him in the 20th round if it does happen. Yeah, and Bienemy has a great historical record with tight ends that used to play quarterback. Ah, yes. So he fits the narrative. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, that one guy is Travis Kelsey, but like... Hey, sometimes when you're batting... Correlation, I'm not sure. When you're batting a 1,000, you're batting a 1,000. You don't have to say how many at-bats you had. You just say that, you know, I've never missed, basically. Rob, I have a fun stat for that while we're waiting for our next pick. Okay. I shot 1,000% or 100% shot 1,000 for three pointers in my high school basketball career. Really? Two for two. For oh, well, I mean, that's better than one for one. It is. <laughs> I did not play on the high school team. I played – Massachusetts is real weird. We can get into this some uh, later after our picks. Um, we are on the clock. Who's the running back you were thinking? Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong. He's there. He's way down. Okay. You might want to just – there he is. I found him. Um, so we'll take Pass Pierre Strong. against Buffalo. There you go. There you go. I like that that train of thought. That's Galaxy burning it. And then we're going to wrap up with tight end. So who's your favorite tight end that's left here? I mean, that's a really good question. Um, maybe Kraft? I, I'm a Noah Gray guy. Personally. We could take Noah Gray. I'm I'm a big Noah Gray guy. I generally only take Noah Gray when I have Mahomes, though. It's kind of like been my rule. But we can break rules here and take Noah Gray. All right. That is going to do it. I'm going to read out our team real quick after I figure out how I want to read it. Sometimes uh, you might want to do the things. spike week team grid. That would be nice. Oh, the spike week team grid. Oh, there you go. Look at you. Look at these tools. See, I still have to learn all these tools. All right. So we have Trevor Lawrence, Sam Halleck, quarterback, Jameer Gibbs, Alexander Madison, AJ Dillon, Antonio Gibson, Kendra Miller, Tank Bigsby, Pierre Strong at running back. Uh, quick side interjection. Great job, Hacker. These are amazing. This little tool here. Wide receiver, Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Gabriel Davis, Jamison Williams, Elijah Moore, Jalen Hyatt at wide receiver. Really fun wide receiver room, I would say. And then Michael Mayer, Tyler Conklin, and Noah Gray at tight end. Just hoping to get anything out of them. What are your overall thoughts on our team? The tight end, it does make me slightly nervous. Uh, for some reason, the normal guys that were hanging around all got pushed up. Like, I wouldn't mind, uh, instead of maybe the Conklin Gray, to be McBride and Henry or something like that. But yeah. you got to take what the room gives you at some point. We committed to a three tight end punt, and that's what we had to fill out, figure out. Yeah, and what happened there was, you know, that one hole was drafting. I think they drafted five tight ends. And they were grabbing like a random five tight ends from the end. Yeah. So maybe it's something that we should have been a little more cognizant of. To... Yeah, but they kind of sucked. So I wasn't super concerned. I'm like, I wasn't going to pick Ertz anyways. Good for you. Right. But it pushed everybody else up. Yeah. Is the problem. Right. So that's why we need to, when we're utilizing the board, just like air market. I don't think it would have changed much for us because of some of the guys that we got in, in lieu of that. We probably wouldn't have wanted to pivot to a tight end anywhere else. I mean, I guess the one pivot point would have been the Njoku area. And yeah. I'm not sure if that's the place that I would have wanted to pivot it to Njoku. So that's going to do it for this draft. Do you have any closing thoughts after knocking out one of these uh, on stream? Yeah, I mean, it was a great time. We built a PPR team on a PPR site. Let's go win a million. Right, let's have Rob win a million. Let's hopefully he sends me a little Caesar's pizza if this is the team. Yeah, so the one thing that we'll have to be cognizant of with these teams on DraftKings is I can't rename them, right? So, like, we have to, like, go earmark it or write it down or something so that we know that this is the one we we drafted together. Um, and when I win a million, I will change all my personal addresses, names, phone numbers, and uh, you'll never see me again. <laughs> that, that's totally fine. I, same for me. All right. I'm um, sorry, Dennis. I cannot go over teams tonight. I have another show that I have to prep for, but 
we will be doing that in the future a little bit more. Until next time, we will catch you later. Peace. Those were some spicy takes. Want to stay up to date with all of the other spicy takes we're going to have over here at Spike Week? Why don't you press that subscribe button below? You turn notifications on. We draft a team. Boom. You know about it. We have another spicy take. Boom. You know about it. You can be there. You can draft with us. You want to stay up to date? That's how you do it. All right. We'll catch you later next time here at Spike Week.